You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. D. I'm with Chirp Radio, and I am here with Elaine Davis from Spaces of Disappearance. How are you today, Elaine? I'm doing really well. Spaces of Disappearance was inspired by Hong Kong architecture. Yeah, it was. It was a book about um, Hong Kong, and it, the sort of wider scope of the book was the way that history is sort of more created and edited than actually being a single truth. And um, the book dealt a lot with um, the recreation of a colonial culture that never even really existed in the same sort of organized, sanitized way. Um, And I I was working on a dissertation at the time, so all these different ideas were in my head. But I just was really interested in the idea of spaces, voids, things that are missing. I don't know why, but things that are missing are as interesting as what is there. Um, I was also in the process of moving from my first band, which was a four-piece, into this, what I had pictured as sort of a solo project in studio and a duo live. So you've got less people and you're, you know, where, where do you maneuver it? And where do the spaces go where there was live instrumentation and how do you redesign it? So it was sort of musical it's sort of subject matter. It's a theme that runs through all my music. I, uh, my next EP is called There Is No Loss. So that, that issue of what not being there or what you feel you've lost or haven't lost is just, it's just always a theme in my stuff. So I can see that. And the name itself has this very lovely, alienating imagery to it. And I think that works with the aesthetic of your music as well. Well, thank you, because I always think it's too long. (laughs) And I'm like, I should have picked like a three-letter word. songwriting or what made you want to explore it you know I had um I'd taken a long hiatus from singing and I missed it I was actually like in high school I was 
you know, trained on opera, you know, I sang opera and stuff. And um, <clears throat> not saying I did it well, but I did. And um, I had taken like a hiatus from singing for a while. And then I wanted to get back into singing. So I was taking some voice lessons to kind of get my voice together. And I was like, gosh, you know, I'd really like to write my own music for me to sing and perform. I was saying this to my vocal coach. I'm like, but you know, I have no theory background. You know, I can't write, you know, I don't, I wouldn't know my notes to write down. I'm like, so I can't write music. And he's like, of course you can write music. He's like, just sing into your phone, you know, sing, plunk it into the piano, do it however you want. He's like, there's a million ways to write music. And as soon as he said that, it was completely freeing. And I just started doing it. And um, I just find songwriting really, really fun. Um, I do sometimes goof around with cover songs, but I've only started trying that very recently. It never interests me to do other people's music. But a couple times recently, I've sort of done redesigned covers where they don't really sound that much like the original and I've sort of messed with them but for the most part I really have never been very interested in covering other music it's all it's not interesting unless I'm writing something good and fun all the annoying shit you do always thought that So There Is No Loss, that is the name of your upcoming EP. It is. And that is coming out in? It's coming out September 2nd, 2016, just after your summer vacation. Oh boy. <laughs> I can't wait. Woo! <laughs> Will you tell me a little bit about that? Um, so this EP, I, I do a lot of the work... Um, you know, the production work ahead of time. And then I record and mix with my friend Matt Wheeler, who also worked with me on the last EP. And um, this EP very much, it deals in that spaces and void theme as well. Um, loss and love of loss, you know, loss, loss of love, but realization of those all these things are sort of ephemeral and also you know the video that um is coming out with the single no none is in a way also sort of um i can't really you know even when i'm dealing with serious themes like love and loss i can't keep from being a smart ass it's just you know and you know i started thinking about this song and how it it kind of comes across as one of those sad girl songs like Lana Del Rey, you know, he left me kind of thing. And it and I really don't um I I really don't want to define myself in those terms cuz I just I'm not that person. Um so I guess it's a mix of of serious themes and and funny themes. In this one, it's not a particularly politically driven album, although I like writing songs about such things, but they're so difficult to write.
will you tell me a little bit about Front Woman Fest? Um, Front Woman Fest was um, a festival that I organized with my friend Adele starting two years ago. And it was just that um, I had written a song, Front Woman, um, about uh, women getting credit for their work, for their songwriting, their producing, everything, and struggling to get that credit. And um, I was going to do an EP release show for this, for my last EP. And I just thought that was not a very interesting idea. And it just seemed like the more I thought about the nature of the song and what had driven me to write it, the more I thought it'd be fun to do a festival that showcased some musicians that were had some sort of female element to them in as many different areas in terms of what they played or sang or whatever, as many different genres as we could think of. So I contacted Adele because she had run this, um, still does run this great little tape label, Impossible Colors. I thought it'd be really cool to do it for a charity and I knew that she had volunteered at the Girls Rock Camp, and that seemed like an ideal charity. So I contacted her, and she got right on it. And I, I still remember we had contacted the Burlington. They said, you know, how many people do you anticipate? And we were like, 30? I don't know. And then we ended up getting like, you know, 700 RSVPs, and the place was packed, and it just was really great. And then when it was done... You know, Adele's like, so when we do this next year, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm like, I'm one one time only because I get so bored. But people kept asking to redo it. And it was another big success this year. And because the bands do it for free for the charity, I think it's it's special for them because it's just like a great day to play whatever they feel like and entertain the audience and know that they're doing something really good. So it's just got such a nice vibe to it from everybody involved thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me today i really appreciate it well thank you for having me yeah this is jesse d from chirp radio you can find this and other chirp radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org podcasts That energy that you're feeding me to bite and scream and scratch.